Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is James coming to you again tonight with another episode of Diving Into the Heart of God. I thank you that each one of you have decided to take this opportunity to join in, not with me, but to join in with the very word that God desires to share with you and he desires to share with me. So I thank you for joining in here with me tonight. God has been so good, ladies and gentlemen. I almost, I almost was was going to say that he's been so much more gooder, but he's been he's been good to me, ladies and gentlemen. He's been more good to me than I have been to him. Although that I strive each and every day, that from the time that I wake up until the time that I go down to sleep, I constantly keep God on my mind, on my heart. I try to dwell upon His Word constantly. And I pray that so many of you out there are doing the very same thing. And again, I thank you for joining in here with me tonight. You did not come to hear Pastor James speak tonight, but yet you come to hear what God desired to speak to you individually, ladies and gentlemen. You see, because the beautiness of that, the beautiness of that is God to bring forth a word and he has <laughs> he has a way of ministering that word to each and every person in the way that they need him excuse me in the circumstance that they are in right now in the circumstances in the circumstance that they were facing yesterday the circumstance that they were facing last week the circumstance that may be around the corner next week or tomorrow but ladies and gentlemen God knows how to speak to us through His Word. And that's the beautiness of how Holy Spirit moves. <laughs> I do thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit because He is He plays such a vital role in my life. He plays such a vital role in, role in my relationship with our Heavenly Father. But I pray that since the last time that we have been together, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've come back a little sooner than than what I typically do. But uh, but God has just really been moving upon my heart. He's been speaking such a word to me. And to be honest with you, the Lord spoke this word to me the very same day that I gave my last episode on refining fire. And if you've not heard that one, uh, 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 I'll probably will share it. Uh, as a link at the end of this video and then you can go from there and I try to link each video that at the end that it goes to the previous one uh, I, maybe I should set them up by a series but honestly I've only uh, preached one series so far but ladies and gentlemen tonight I, I really believe that we will be starting a new series here tonight and um, and the series will be entitled being strong and there's so many areas that we could go with on this, but I, I don't want to go too far because I want to go into prayer. <laughs> because I, 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 like I said, I never, ever, 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 ever want to miss that part of, of the ministry. I never want to miss that part of the message. I never want to miss that part of the service. You see, because I could come forward with a thousand words but unless Holy Spirit touches them then they mean nothing 
You see, because he wants to minister to you just like he's ministered to me. But the way that he ministers to you will be just like what we said what while ago. Is that he can minister to each person where they are and in the circumstances that they are in. But we must come humble before the throne. And we must come hungry, ladies and gentlemen. You see, because he said only those that thirst and hunger at the righteousness shall be filled. So, ladies and gentlemen, have you come hungry tonight? Or, or are you just tuning in because maybe you like my voice? I pray not. Maybe you're just tuning in to just waste time. Maybe that this just sounds very appealing to you. You see, but ladies and gentlemen, God wants to speak to each and every one of us here tonight. And he can only speak to us if we come with an open mind, if we come with an, an open heart. You see, Romans 12 and 2, it says, it's told, it, uh, excuse me, Paul told us, he said, he said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, this word has to get into your mind, has to get into your spirit, and you keep renewing your mind. You see, if you ever want to learn a song, well, what do you do? You put it on replay. If you want to learn the scripture, you keep reading the scripture. If, if, if you want to learn a poem, 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 <laughs> excuse my southern accent, ladies and gentlemen, I can't say that one too well. <laughs> Give me a hashtag poem on that one. You see, but if we want to learn something, it's something that's always on repeat, ladies and gentlemen. And David spoke that. He said, Lord, that I will forever keep you before my face, that I might not sin against you. Ladies and gentlemen, if God's word is always before our face, how often are we going to fall into temptation? If God's word is always in our face, how often are we going to sin? You see, because when the word is in us, you see, that's, that's exactly where it says that the Holy Spirit will bring all things to our remembrance. And see, and this is, this is the all things. This is the, the only thing that is an all thing. It's the only thing that is everlasting. It's the only thing that will ever be from the beginning all the way to the end, ladies and gentlemen. And this is the all things that He will bring to our remembrance. You see, if God's Word is not always before your face, ladies and gentlemen, you're subject to fail over and over and over and over again. You're subject to fall to the same things, to fall to the same tactics that Satan has always been throwing at you. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the same things that, that Satan's been doing from the very beginning, ever since that he got kicked out of heaven and he fell to earth like lightning. Satan has been trying to distract us, trying to deceive us to see if we would believe a lie. You see, because anything that he ever has to tell you is a lie. So that's why I can't understand why, 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 why people will fall into certain traps because it's a lie. If he goes to tempt you, it's just a lie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about, I'm about ready to preach here tonight, and but I'm not going to be preaching on that. Uh, that was a good mini sermon. But uh, but before we go into tonight's message, before we begin uh, this series that we'll be starting, I would like for us to go together in unity in prayer and ask that God would be in our midst. 
that our ears would be open, our eyes would be open to see and to hear and to receive the very word that God has for us here tonight. So ladies and gentlemen, if you if we are all in one accord and not the Honda Accord that may be sitting down the street because we all can't pile into there. But if we're all in unity, ladies and gentlemen, then God is ready to do something in our life. We are in a year that God wants to do something miraculous. And what He wants to do, ladies and gentlemen, He wants to do it fast. He wants to expedite things. He wants to expedite His presence amongst His people. He wants to expedite the learning for His people. He wants to expedite the knowledge for His people. He wants to expedite His love for His people. You see, but ladies and gentlemen, we got to get on board with what He's wanting to do here. So let us pray, ladies and gentlemen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank You, Lord, that You have blessed us, Lord, with an opportunity, Lord, to call upon the name the name, Lord, that is so sacred. The name, Father, Lord, that just really reference your word. See, because your name is your word. And your name is your character. So, Lord, as we call upon your word, Lord, here tonight. It is such an honor. It's such a privilege, Lord, to be able to speak, to be able to quote, to be able to prophesy, Lord. The very word that will stand forever. You see, Lord, so many times and so oftenly, Lord, Lord, my words have fell to the ground. But yet, Lord, your word has remained. Lord, and you said your word shall not return to you in void. But Lord, you never said in your word that it wouldn't come to me in void. You see, but Lord, as I exercise your word, Lord, as we spoke, Lord, here tonight, Lord, about placing your word, Lord, and putting your word on repeat before our face and in our hearts, Lord. Lord, this is your word, Lord, that it comes to me. And as it comes to me, Father, Lord, Lord, I, I bring it right back to you. And Lord, and this is the proof, Lord, that your word cannot return to you in void. Because as I return it to you, Father, Lord, I speak your word. And when I speak your word, Lord, it's just as if you have spoken it yourself. So, Lord, Lord, we surrender to you here tonight. We invite you to be in our midst, to, to be the service here tonight as we just bow in your presence, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the comfort we feel. We thank you for the peace that we feel. We thank you for the knowing that we feel of your presence, Father. Lord, we can do nothing without you. We can do nothing beyond you, Father. So, Lord, we pause for these few moments just to recognize, Lord, your, your authority, to recognize your glory, to recognize your power. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Father. We glorify your name. We thank you. Mm, thank you, Father, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, be in our midst here tonight. Lord, matter of fact, let us be in your midst. Let us be in your midst, Lord. Lord, because you're in all places at all times. So, Lord, we want to be ushered into your presence. 
Lord, it's your presence, Lord, that we want to feel. See, Lord, because when we're in your presence, Father, Lord, it is the anointing. Lord, and the anointing shall destroy the yoke, no matter the situation, Lord, that we may be facing right now. No matter the trial. Lord, because of your presence, Lord, the yoke is destroyed. And Lord, here we are. We bring forth, Lord, your word, Lord, right back to your remembrance. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you, Father. Hmm. Holy Spirit, minister to us here tonight. Let us hear the very words that our Heavenly Father desires for us to hear. To hear the very word, the truth of God's heart, the word that can change us, the word that will revive us, the very word that will transform us. Holy Spirit, let us see. Let us have a glimpse just as just as the young man had the glimpse of, of the chariots of fire. You see, because the prophet said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. You see, within his natural eyes, he saw nothing. But through the Spirit, he saw exactly what was taking place. So, Lord, open our spiritual eyes, Lord, here tonight to see you. To see you working in our circumstances. To see you, Father, Lord, in this word being revealed here tonight. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. Give us the heart, Lord. Lord, we beg and we plead, Lord, that you would give us the heart, Lord. Lord, a heart that is soft, a heart that is tender, with soul that is tilted up, that is ready for the seed. And once the seed has been planted, it can therefore produce the very harvest that you have so desired for it for so long. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, we glorify your name, Jesus. We honor you. We praise you. We exalt you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, excuse me for just a second while I get a sip of water. Again. Thank you. Thank you for joining in unity with me on that. Now that we have got that part of the service not out of the way, but now that we have used the key to open the door, ladies and gentlemen, now we can go in <laughs> and we can have dinner. We can break bread with God. You see, because now we have entered into his presence. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and get right on into tonight's message. And, and I want to speak this the very way that, that God has given it to me. I don't want to add, nor do I want to take away, but I want to be obedient to what he has spoken to me. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have your Bibles, maybe if you, if you do, that's fine. If not, we're going to be coming out of the book of uh, Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, that is. 
And before, but while you're turning there, I kind of want to give you a little intro or recap of, of of what the book of Ephesians is about. You see, it was, it was, it was, it's called the book of Ephesians, but it was the church of Ephesus. And it is also the same Ephesus that is in the book of Revelations, ladies and gentlemen. And maybe later on in this series, we may get into that. Uh, we'll just have to see how uh, the Lord leads us on that. But uh, but an intro to this is is um, Paul. Paul was speaking. Uh, he had wrote a letter to uh, to the church of Ephesus, and his main purpose was to. Uh, to, to help the converts grow in their spiritual knowledge of the Lord and to promote unity, particularly uh, between Jews and Gentiles. Excuse me. And to encourage the saints to uh, to encourage the saints to uh, withstand the powers of evil. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's kind of where we get is towards the end that this was the very last thing that that Paul was speaking to the, the to the uh, Ephesians or the church of Ephesus was that he was was speaking about being ready in the evil times. You know that because at the end times would be evil. And ladies and gentlemen, to answer your question, yes, times have always been evil because as, as long as Satan has been a roaring lion walking to and fro looking for someone to devour, yes, there always has been evil. You see, but, but, but right now it's become more prevalent in the time that we are in ladies and gentlemen uh, maybe i can share a link uh, uh, at the end of this and maybe some of you would like to watch this it's uh someone that i follow on youtube and uh and on facebook but he has uh he has uh, w- uh one particular part that's called the hosea prophecy and maybe some of you have heard of it and some of you haven't but ladies and gentlemen that's a very important prophecy for the end times so so i'll i'll link that one here at the end of this message uh in my youtube and and also in the description for this download uh but ladies and gentlemen uh, so now that we we get back to the book of ephesians chapter six and beginning with verse 10 i'm only going to read I'm only going to read just a verse here tonight. Now, do I have more scripture? You best believe I do. See, because I never come empty-handed. I'm not going to bring forth James's word. So I'm going to bring forth the very word that God has, has been ministering to me. So I don't have much notes, but what I do have is I have a lot of scripture. So in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse 10, here's what, here's what Paul had to speak to them and and he begun it this way he said a final word and and you really got to think that if he said that this is a final word that this is i saved the best for last ladies and gentlemen i saved the very best for last i saved the most important part here for last you know and, and jesus was so familiar he was so uh familiar he he was so well known as well for saving the best part of his messages for last. Even though all of his messages were good, all of his parables were good. You see, but what really counted was at the end. You see, and there's such an emphasis on being going all the way to the end, ladies and gentlemen. That's not by mistake. You see, excuse me, the Bible said, he said, those that endure to the end shall be saved. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to make it 
all the way to the end, all the way to the end, then we shall be saved. <laughs> so, so Paul had spoke here. He said to the book uh, to the church of uh, Ephesus. He said a final word. He said, "Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might." And when I sat down a couple weeks ago, or just the other week, I wasn't even in prayer, ladies and gentlemen. I can't remember exactly what I was doing, but the Lord spoke that very word to me. And, and, and I knew that it was a word that Paul had spoke. It was a word that had been spoken to the church. And it was a very word that the Lord was speaking to me. And it's the very word that God wants to speak to each and every one of you here tonight. He said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might is what one version says. But the version that I have here says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. So ladies and gentlemen, the word strong here, the word strong, ladies and gentlemen, it means to to make or to become strong. You see, that so then that shows that there's a reality that that there is a weakness there. And ladies and gentlemen, only you and I can define what our weaknesses are. We can only define in what areas and where we're weak. You see, but Paul had spoke here and he said, he said, be strong. Be, be strong in the Lord. So I began to, to wonder. Uh, last year I was riding around and I went to go meet my brother and my, my father for a motorcycle ride last summer. And the Holy Spirit placed a word on my heart while I was praying. And he kind of he gave me an example, ladies and gentlemen. And the very example that that Holy Spirit spoke to me was that you have you have two people, and the two people they both will consume three thousand calories a day. You see, but at the end of the day, one of them goes home and and they sit on the couch and they turn the TV on and they begin to flick the channels or they may find a channel or something that they want to watch and they still may continue to consume more calories and then you have the second person that has consumed 3,000 calories but yet that person they go to the gym and they begin to to work out ladies and gentlemen you see, and what they have done here was, was they have turned something that could have been turned into fat. But yet they took and they, they used it as fuel and they used it as an opportunity to build muscle and to turn it into muscle, ladies and gentlemen. You see, and so many people, I'm just going to be real honest with you. So many people, they sit down each day and they read their Bible. They may read it once a week. They may read it twice a week. But ladies and gentlemen, have they taken this word and put it in their heart? Have they exercised this word? 
Mm, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Have, have you exercised? Have we exercised the very word that has been placed in our hearts, ladies and gentlemen? The words that have been spoken through these podcasts. The words that have been spoken through your pastor on Sundays. The word that has been spoken on Wednesday night. The word that has been spoken when you sit down in prayer. The very words that God has speak, spoken to you himself. Have you put them into practice? Have you begun to exercise so that you can build forth the muscle? So that you can bring forth something that will establish you? You see, ladies and gentlemen, when, when we see somebody that's muscular it becomes an intimidation for people you see and that's what God wants us to be is to be strong in the Lord ladies and gentlemen you see and when Satan sees us he becomes intimidated when his demons see us he becomes intimidated you see it reminds me also that that Paul uh, excuse me I can't remember what book it's in but there was a time you know where when some when Paul was casting out demons and then someone else came along and they tried to cast out demons and the demon looked at him and he said Paul I know and Jesus I know but who are you you see ladies and gentlemen they have not exercised those were the ones that were not exercising they had not become strong in the Lord you see, and so many of us are trying to, to face certain situations in our life when in reality we've not become strong in the Lord. You see, but when, but when it becomes real for us, ladies and gentlemen, when it becomes real, you see, because there's no, there's no gain outside of pain. And it's going to require you to discipline yourself. It's going to require you to work out. It's going to require you to, to sacrifice time when you used to be doing something else, when you're used to watching the TV, when you're used to uh, uh, going out and playing basketball or whatever your hobby may be, ladies and gentlemen. You see, but there comes a time and a place, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing wrong with golf. There's nothing wrong with basketball. There's not nothing wrong with watching the right things on TV. You see, but there's going to come a time when golf cannot send you to heaven. Basketball cannot send you to heaven. Uh, washing your sports car will not send you to heaven. Watching TV is not going to send you to heaven, ladies and gentlemen. It's the very word that's been placed inside of you that you're exercising. So ladies and gentlemen, the question that I have for you here, I have for you here tonight, it always seems like, like James has a question, but James really doesn't have a question, ladies and gentlemen. Under the unction of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has a question for you. Are you sitting on your calories or are you working them out? How often, how often are you putting God's word into use? How often are you proclaiming God's word? How often? You see, because just like we prayed at the very beginning, ladies and gentlemen, he said, he said, my word shall not return to me in void. You see, because if we're constantly bringing God him as his word, ladies and gentlemen, it's just as if he had spoken himself. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Just get a little excited on that one. You see, because I, 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 I strive each and every day. I try not to let a, good, a day go by that I don't put myself in God's Word. Even if it's for only 15 or 20 minutes, 
just to spend time with God and to allow God to speak with me the way that he so desires. Ladies and gentlemen, and as we get to the next part of, of this scripture, he said to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And if you begin to look at the word mighty power, it, it just really boils down to this, is, is his powerful strength. It's God's ability. It's God's sovereignty. You see, now first we're told to exercise and then we're told to do it within his power. So ladies and gentlemen, the question that I, I want to pose here to you as we stop and we, we pause for just a second. See, because I, I want to get on to uh, one of the important parts that I want to preach on this message here tonight. But I don't want to leave this part in Joshua chapter 1. In Joshua chapter 1, ladies and gentlemen, this was the time when Moses was dead. And he was gone. So the next leader that we had to lead the children of Israel, or we could say the Jews was Joshua. And here's the very word that 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 the Lord himself, the Lord himself spoke this. Now see, if you read back in the book of Deuteronomy, God had told Moses to say this very same thing to Joshua. You see, but at this point, Moses was gone. And now it was Joshua. Joshua was the leader. And now he had to hear from God. And these were the very words that God had to speak to Joshua. Joshua chapter 1, verse 6, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what God had to say to him. Now listen to this. He said, be strong and courageous. And if you begin to look it up, even though it's the Old Testament and, and what I was reading was the, was the New Testament, the word strong in the Hebrew and the Greek in this portion carries the very same weight it carries the very same weight that this was something that he had to exercise ladies and gentlemen but the Lord told him he said be strong Joshua be courageous Joshua for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land that I swore to their ancestors that I would give them ladies and gentlemen what a proclamation that that God had to speak here to Joshua you see, it was already promised to him. But see, what Joshua had to do was, was he had to go and possess the land, ladies and gentlemen. You see, but the very thing that, that God did at first was, was he encouraged him, ladies and gentlemen. He said, be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous, the next verse says. Be careful. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, this is very important. He said, be careful to obey all the instruction Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. You see, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua, he could not be distracted by what was on the left side and what was on the right side. How often are we distracted by what's going on around us? You see, so many people would use it as a, a political term, the right and the left. You see, ladies and gentlemen, don't be distracted by what's going on there. You see, because God is doing something. God is doing exactly what his word said it was going to do. 
and that's not for us to be in the midst of you see because our focus our focus ladies and gentlemen is what's in the middle it's what's straight ahead of us and it's the land that God has called us to possess ladies and gentlemen we are to go and to to possess these promises of God and we can't be distracted we can't be deterred by what's going on around us ladies and gentlemen hallelujah in the book of Luke chapter 2 you see it was so wonderful that that Luke the writer he said this he the very thing that I'm going to read here he said this about John but he also said this about Jesus and in Luke chapter 2 verse 40 ladies and gentlemen the child here that we'll be talking about is Jesus and in Luke chapter 2 verse 40 it says and the child grew and became strong in spirit filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him you see ladies and gentlemen I want to get I want to come back to that point here in just a minute about grace you see but the child grew strong in spirit he grew strong in spirit filled with wisdom ladies and gentlemen my Bible tells me in the book of Proverbs that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord and the fear of the Lord is to honor God in all things so many of us has dropped the ball so many of us have have neglected to honor God in all that we do you see in and Paul spoke so much about that. He spoke so much about that through the book, the whole book of Ephesians. You see, because when the Lord began to speak this word to me, he said, he said, son, he said, go and read the whole book. I said, okay, Lord, that's only six chapters. <laughs> I can do this. And then I had to read it again. And, and as I began to meditate on what God was speaking through Paul excuse me ladies and gentlemen it's such a very, a very profound word you see but Jesus he, he grew strong in spirit you see it, it wasn't a physical spirit it wasn't a, a physical part of him that grew strong you see we're going back to what, uh, what, what Paul was writing to the church of Ephesus he said to he said to be strong, be strong. Be strong means to, to become or to make strong. Just like we said, ladies and gentlemen, we have to exercise. And as we spoke about, I, I, I believe it was in, in our last episode, we, in the Refining Fire episode, we talked about that Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered, ladies and gentlemen. And we posed the very question of, of how much suffering are we doing? You see, and, and as I, I read earlier this week in the book of Genesis, you see, when, when God had told Abraham to, to sacrifice his son, Abraham did not even question God. He didn't say, but, but Lord, he's, he's the son that you promised me. This is the, the seed that you promised to all the land that, that I would be the father of many nations. You see, what he didn't do was question God. Ladies and gentlemen, he was obedient. And my Bible says that early the next morning he got up and he went. 
And ladies and gentlemen, my Bible also tells me that it was a three-day journey. He had three days to think about this, but yet not one time is it recorded where he ever questioned God. How often are we obeying what God has spoken to us just because we see no evidence of it taking place, ladies and gentlemen? You see, but as, 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 as Abraham drew up his dagger to kill his son Isaac, it said the angel of the Lord spoke and it told him to do his son no harm. And the very next words that the angel had to say, to say here was that, do your son no harm. Because we have seen such the great fear that you have for God. Ladies and gentlemen, the fear of God is to obey Him. To obey Him no matter the circumstance. No matter if anybody else is watching. No matter uh, who is watching. No matter uh, if we reap any benefits from it whatsoever. And we are to obey Him to completion, ladies and gentlemen. That is the fear of God. So how often are we exercising this fear before God? How often, ladies and gentlemen, are we fearful in all that we do, ladies and gentlemen? And with saying that, that's what I was saying. The book of Proverbs says that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And it says here that in Luke chapter 2, it says that the child grew strong in spirit and filled with wisdom. And the grace of God was upon him. <coughs> Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. But he grew strong in spirit, ladies and gentlemen. He spent time with God. You see, this was the time when, when Jesus was in his teenage year. And he had, he had went into the temple. And this was the time of, uh, of Passover, I believe it was. And that his, his mother and father had left him. And they came back looking for him. And they found him in the temple. And we've done preached on this before. And, and maybe I'll link this one somewhere, uh, uh, somewhere in here that it was, he was about his father's business. You see, when we become about our father's business, then we'll no longer be found in the places where we used to be seen, ladies and gentlemen. You see, people got to find us in a new place. You see, and all throughout my neighborhood here, all throughout all the places that I used to be, nobody can find me there no more. You see, because right now, right now I'm about my father's business. And that's what I so desire to be doing. And ladies and gentlemen, that's why I'm here tonight to preach to you and to teach to you, to show you that God loves you, that He has called you for His purpose. You see, because the very calling that you have upon your life, it never benefits you, but ladies and gentlemen, it benefits me, the church. And my gift doesn't benefit me, but it benefits you, the church. Ladies and gentlemen, let me carry on here. See, because I'm, I'm getting a little short on time. You see, in 2 Timothy chapter 2, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, here's what Paul had to write to Timothy. And this was at the very end of Paul's life. This was before, before he said, you know, I have ran the race. I have fought the good fight. But Paul had to speak these words to Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. Timothy, my dear son, be strong through the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. 
You see, but so many people would say, be strong through the grace that God gives you. Okay, well, well, well Timothy was a preacher. Uh, he was an apostle himself. He was a preacher. He was forgiven. But so many people will 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 misuse the word of grace as as a a cover up or a uh, my forgiveness. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to make light that that grace is the forgiveness of God. You see, but what I want to do here, ladies and gentlemen, is is the word the Greek word for grace is charis, and is it comes from the very same word of charisma. And the very word grace here, I'm going to take you here on a little journey for, for uh, just a little bit if I could. He said, be strong through the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus. But ladies and gentlemen, what if we could read it this way? Let, let's read it this way. Be strong through the empowerment that God gives you in Christ Jesus. You see, because grace is... It's a free gift. It's, it's, it is unmerited favor. There's nothing that we ever did to deserve it. And it is, it's a gift. So if it's a gift, ladies and gentlemen, then what is a gift? A gift is something that, that benefits you. You see, if I give you a gift, it will benefit you. And grace is God's empowerment that gives us the ability to go beyond our own natural ability. You see, because Paul didn't tell Timothy, he, he didn't say, be strong through your own ability. He said, be strong through the empowerment that God has given you in Christ Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. Let, let us continue on here in in. in in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 9, verse 14, and it said, And they pray, and they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given to you. Thank God for this gift. Two wonderful for words. You see, ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it's, it's a beyond the words. We, you can never really put a definition on the very grace of God, even though we, we say that it's God's empowerment. So if we read it this way, and they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing empowerment God has given you. Ladies and gentlemen, God has empowered us. He has empowered us to live a life that is pleasing to Him. He has given us the ability. He has empowered us to live beyond sin. You see, Paul said, he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. So does that mean I am what I am by the forgiveness of God? Oh, yeah, that sounds good. But I am what I am because of the empowerment of God. You see, ladies and gentlemen, it's not our ability. It was not Paul's ability that he was able to live such a life. And the closer and closer that he got to God, the more that he looked at himself as the least of all saints. He continued on that I'm the, the least, I am the chief of sinners. 
You see, he, he realized that all that was taking place here was nothing that he had to do. It was just he allowed God to do it through him, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what I'm doing right here tonight, sir and ma'am, is I'm allowing the empowerment of God to minister through me to reach you right where you need to be ministered at. Let us continue. No wonder it, 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 we, we go back to Luke chapter 2. And it said that, that he became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. You see, if, if Jesus had never sinned, then, then, why did, did he, why, then why would it say, and the forgiveness of God was upon him, ladies and gentlemen? You see, the reality here is that it was God's empowerment that gave him the ability to live a sinful life, to come and to fulfill the law to prove that it could be done ladies and gentlemen you see too many of us are trying to walk in this life or trying to walk in a relationship with God in our own ability all it is is us just surrendering to and being obedient to what he has spoken it's living in the fear of God being fully obedient to what he has spoken to us hallelujah and I want to close up with this right here ladies and gentlemen and I think Peter says it best. I, I kind of think that I really love Paul and I love Paul's word. I, I, I love his teaching. I love how was he, he was inspired by the Holy Spirit. You see, but Peter said here in Peter, in 2 Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 2. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this very carefully. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord by his divine power God has given us everything we need to live a godly life we have received all of this by coming to know him the one who called us to himself by the means of his marvelous glory and excellence ladies and gentlemen this was defined here as as we capture it at the beginning of verse 3. So I'll read verse 2 again, and then I'll pause on the A part of verse, verse 3. It said, May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord by His divine power. Ladies and gentlemen, we just said that it was God's empowerment. God's grace is His empowerment, that He empowers us. Peter continued on to say that he has given us everything we need to live a godly life. Ladies and gentlemen, all it is is doing is surrendering to it. It's surrendering. It's walking in obedience to what God has spoken to you and what he speaks to me. The more that I obey it, the more and more grace that I have. You see, because we, we even get back to the word knowledge here, ladies and gentlemen. You see, because we'll say again, the book of Proverbs says that the beginning of knowledge is the fear of the Lord. And Peter said here that you may grow, that God, that God may give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, the more that we fear God, the more that we are obedient to what God is speaking to us, the more grace that God will empower us with, the more divine power that we will walk in. Ladies and gentlemen, 
I'm going to do just like Paul had spoke to the church of Ephesus is I'm going to be strong. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out each and every day just as God has called me to do so, ladies and gentlemen. You see, because what's important right now, what's important right now is that we walk in the fullness of God's grace just as he has called us to. Just because he said it was his divine power, ladies and gentlemen. What are you going to do, ladies and gentlemen? Now that you know what the primary definition of grace is, ladies and gentlemen, what will you do with it? The choice is up to you. I can't make you believe. I can't make you receive it. I can't make you want it fully. You see, but it's a decision that you have to make, ladies and gentlemen. That's a choice that only you can make. I can't make it for you. I can't make it for my family members. All I can do is tell you about it. And I can, I can give you the example of how good that it has been in my life. So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close in prayer here tonight. And we're just going to end this episode. And if you've not grasped the, the, very, the very portion of this episode, you're not going to get the, the remainder. You're not going to understand the rest of, 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 the, of, of this series. So I pray tonight that you would hear the very voice of God as we have Ask Holy Spirit to be here with us, to lead us and to guide us in all truth, to plant the word inside of good ground that it may produce the harvest that he is desired. Let us pray to Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that once more that you have blessed us, Lord, with the truth of your word, the truth of your heart. Father, Lord, that your grace, your grace being your divine power, Father, Lord, and as we will continue, as we will walk, Lord, from this day forward, Lord, in your divine power, as we will walk in the very grace, Lord, that you have given us, Lord, as, as Peter had spoke, Lord, that, this, that it would be multiplied, Lord, as we grow in knowledge, as we grow in the fear of you, Father, Lord, as we obey you in all things. Hallelujah. Lord, the very words that's been planted here tonight. Bless that seed, Lord. I speak a blessing upon that seed that it will produce the harvest, Lord, that you've called it to produce, Father. So, Lord, I thank you for it. I glorify you for it. Because we ask it all in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining in here with me tonight. I pray that you would share this episode, that you would uh, uh, would with uh, uh, share it on your Facebook, that you would like or subscribe. Not that the liking or subscribe does anything for me, but ladies and gentlemen, here's what it does: is it creates something in the algorithm that people will be able to find this message, and this is a message that that we, the church, need to hear, ladies and gentlemen. I, I know that I've kind of had some 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 things going on here. Uh, kind of as I grab my Bible, what I go, it kind of flipped my keyboard and and hit the buttons and and it stopped the recording. And I kind of had to go back and and make some adjustments here. So if there's something a little wonky, please bear with me. But do know that the truth of God's word has gone forward. 
but I pray that each and every one of you will come back to join in again as we continue to dive into God's heart as we continue to move into this episode of being strong ladies and gentlemen and until we meet again god bless you i love you and good night